0: UX Podcast, episode 43, brought to you from UXLX 2013 in Lisbon, Portugal. Wednesday, May 15, 1 30 p.m. You're
1: listening to UX Podcast, brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. People passionate about balancing business, technology, and users within the realm of digital media, helping you break down silos. Here are your hosts, James
0: Royal Lawson and Pear Axboom.
1: Hello, and welcome to another edition of UX Podcast. And what is it now? We're into um, forty. Forty-three. 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 Now. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, a nice, nice number. <laughs> nice number 42 is better
1: i um, guess we've just finished our. oh well i'm james royal lawson yeah and i'm pat axpool mm, well done <laughs> yeah we've, we've just had lunch we finished our first morning um at uxlx yeah, tire as always Yeah, that was our fault because we stayed up late to do the to podcast the, uh, with yeah. bruno
0: mm. all for your for, for yours, at your at your service and we had a few drinks while we were doing it don't say that Oh,
1: okay do you think people can tell <laughs> yeah. But now we're we're sober.
0: Yeah, so we've had the first workshop, each of us. uh, We were at different workshops. Yeah, we were. I was attending um, Kelly Godos. She's go-to girl on uh, Twitter. Uh, She had a session about lean ethnography, Mm. which Uh, is sort of marrying uh, lean UX with uh, agile research methods.
1: I reckon you've just used about three terms that about half our listeners will have no idea what you mean.
0: (laughs) but she she was throwing (laughs) around around a lot of terms, like core UX, utterances, and it was like... She needs to write her book so that we can get a grip on what she's really talking about. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, and she's, there are a lot of things to actually agree upon what they mean and so that we can actually talk about them. And th- she, was, she was a lot into that, that she was fond of Lean UX because mm-hmm. it was giving her an easier way to talk about what she was actually doing.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things with um, with this kind of um, uh, conference and knowing your audience. I mean, yeah, she's probably going to get away with mm. using a, a lot of that terminology at mm. just this conference, yeah. but not necessarily because I know there's a few there's varying times Not everyone is a UXer. Some of them are, are, are you know, a little bit more on the business side, and right. so on. That do turn up here to to dabble their toes to, mm. to kind of get a taste for what's happening. Mm.
0: Yeah. But all yeah, I mean it was a good workshop. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what my takeaways are. Usually there are, yeah, I'm I'm doing stuff right. But again, it's a lot of the things are going out, but also recording stuff. So that gives me material to show upper management to actually get by and that this is a good idea to actually do the research Mm -hmm. and doing contextual research, actually going out and meeting Mm -hmm. users. Because Mm -hmm. there's only so much you can find out with a typical normal usability test, like a lab test or... Mm -hmm normal interviews but going out on location where people actually hang out where they are Mm. following them from home to work and stuff like that really Brings insights to the table that you weren't aware of before. A little bit.
1: Is, is it kind of a uh, another angle on guerrilla user testing?
0: Yeah, actually, it's quite similar. Uh, mm. A lot to of the methods she um, was talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the session with Russ Unger that we both mm. loved. Uh,
1: but he, he focused more on. I mean, he was then usability testing. Yeah. Guerrilla methods for that. Whereas this exactly. sounds like it's it's research, guerrilla research more. But well, he was yeah, that too. Mm. Yeah, that is. It is yeah. true. It, it, I mean, they overlap. overlap. Uh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Doesn't it all? Yeah,
1: it does. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But this is. But she had some like uh, concrete tips as well, like mm. uh, meet users uh, at least once every quarter. Once and every it, quarter. Yeah, that she had it once every year before. Yeah, uh, but that, that's actually having everyone on the team mm. having having contact with users, and maybe not even calling them users, but calling them an participants. audience audience mm. people or participants. Yeah,
1: but that's still a quite a long time. Because I mean, you, you do. I mean, you've heard oh, no, also, this, no, is, this once that, a week. You should yeah. kind of. Yeah, but that's for the
0: whole for the whole team. But then actually oh, so okay. but yeah, right, but, okay. but, the, but the, otherwise you would add it to every sprint.
1: Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, so every couple like of weeks you would um, doing, make sure uh, you go at
0: least 10 mm. minutes with it, with a user uh, yeah. depending on what tasks, of course. Mm. You're, you're checking.
1: I think it's interesting that you well, that um, Lean UX or even Jeff's um, book Lean UX Jeff UX yeah. yeah, it came up in your workshop. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. And, it and came Portugal in. came up. There was uh, lots of reference. Jeff
1: came, Jeff's book came up. It was a full ah, okay. slide in, in my workshop, too. So that's I that's wonder, probably a, I wonder a book people, people need to we're seeing a theme mm. already people on the first morning.
0: Yeah, I think so. Mm. Could be. That's my guess. We should we should get Jeff on. We thought we could get Kelly Goder on right now, but yeah. it's lunchtime. It it's is. It's hard to grab people. It's hard to um, grab them short notice. Yeah, yeah. it is. But we'll we'll keep on trying
1: to get people. So what workshop did you do? I went to Kevin Hoffman's... Better meetings by design. Right, um, so that's really practical. I, I, exactly, yeah. it was a real practical. Um, you know, good. It was good workshop. He gives yeah. some um, some some good usable tips stuff mm-hmm. you can get straight on with and use. Um, and he, he kept a good um, a good pace to it as well. Um, we we went into the first exercise. I think within the first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, although he did say, this is an eight hour workshop that I've condensed down into three. And my heart sank a little bit because in previous years I know that has been a big complaint yeah. of ours that you know that you can't compress an eight hour workshop into three. You've got to redesign. it. Is it is really hard. But he did a... He did a mm. good job. Mm. He'd, selected, he'd selected some of his exercises, and, mm. and we did all of them but one, mm. and he didn't make a fuss about skipping one of it. We just saw, saw some slides. And I, yeah. didn't feel, I didn't feel like I'd got lost into slide heaven at any point. I, I, felt, yeah. I felt engaged, interested, and then an exercise came.
0: Mm.
1: So it was good. We, but he, didn't get, we, we didn't
0: actually get to the wor- exercises she had planned, all mm. of them, but, which was a bit of a disappointment, but at the same time, I think, focusing on the discussions around it. Also, I did not get like, to, mm. to feel like it was too many slides either. It was just... Good discussions. It was really, uh, it was really something that I could, we could dive into because mm. we realized she's a really s- a specialist in this field. So you could come with your own examples and, and ask her about those, and she would have some interesting insights on everything we said. Mm. So yeah. it's it's really hard, like we said. It's it really, is really, really
1: hard. It's a three-hour yeah. yeah. Dave, Dave Gray talked about it last year with us. A three-hour format is a, is a real yeah. tough format for a workshop of this. You know, but what, what are some of the the, t- the meeting yeah. things that there was you, some what, what um, Kevin did there? He, hmm. he split. Um, he split it up into four frameworks. Actually, he's, he's one of his key one of his take, um, takeaways at the end, he said, "Don't go beyond five, you know, um, ideas or messages in a, in a meeting and things, because a human brain can't." Cope Ooh, with, I like with that. remembering five as well
0: with Jerry McGovern's yeah. uh, five top tasks. exactly, and yeah. he
1: said so. When you're doing a presentation mm. and so on, you know, try, or even at someone, so on, try and keep topics or ideas to five yeah. maximum because you have got much more chance of succeeding and getting something good out of it. Mm. I like that. Well, that was his fifth framework, a mm. bonus framework. Mm. But then his other four frameworks were um, employing mm. the four roles that make meetings work. Mm. And these are um, when you've got like a, a, lead, um, a leader, um, uh, meeting participant, um, a recorder, and a facilitator. Okay. And you should, you've got to have those four roles in a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, in smaller meetings, you can combine a couple of them, but you have to have those roles right. um, or it'll, it won't work. And it was, it was some real good advice, he said, about making sure someone is dedicated to recording the meeting and recording it visually.
0: A nice, Whiteboard. I like that. so you can see it. Mm. So
1: everyone is constantly aware of what you've talked about, what you've agreed on, and not yeah. having to do their own private notes. So openness, ah, sharing, so, and excellent. sketching, yep. and it's, yep. it all ties that, together yeah, again. Yeah, but that person had a role of doing that. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you have a dedicated person Yeah, person. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then also have a facilitator. And the yeah. facilitator should be neutral. And if your facilitator is diving in and kind of mm. giving opinions, saying no, not that, or yes, yeah. that, then they're not doing their neutral role properly. Right. They need to then be. Then not the They need to be just making yeah. sure that you, you know, the questions that are get getting on with it. Yeah, the things come out of the meeting and you get to. Where you're going with the meeting, right? Um, and then, then the, then the leader role was, mm. um, um, you know, someone who organises a meeting, pulls people in. But when they're in the meeting itself, they mm. become a participant and are at the same level as everyone else. They're not not, not being the boss role when they're in the actual meeting. Yeah. But there, was a, there was a lot of work around that, a lot of exercise around mm. it. Um, I also really liked his um, his, his framework. As I said, use maths to um, um, to surface conflict. Or surface things. So he talked a bit about um, um, scoring things, you know, one to five score on mm-hmm. various things. An um, example there was a website. Do yeah. you like it or do you hate it? Yeah. One to five. And ask everyone um, average out their score. But then also work out the standard deviation of the scores. <laughs> wow. And the, the, the items um, that had the um, largest standard deviation are clearly the ones that you're least in least, least agreement about. Yeah. So maybe then once you kind of deal with in one meeting or separate and then maybe focus on the ones that you're closer mm. together so you actually get some useful out of the meeting. Yeah, that's really a really systematic so approach. It is, and it's, it's again, research, yeah. but yeah. doing research in the meeting yeah. so you can actually work out what's going on at. Oh, it and was making, that like that making meetings useful uh, that exactly. supposed to be exactly um, oh, it was um uh, delivering and delivering and building things collaboratively um, the thing thing there about mm. well making sure you you work together and um, we did about design workshops and mm. filtering down working independently with lots of ideas, mm. teaming up into twos and teaming up into fours okay. so um yeah, a lot Very of a lot of practical yeah, stuff, yeah. and I really like it. You can it. start
0: trying out straight away. Yeah, and you can yeah.
1: ju- use some of it. And there was yeah, a lot of a um, lot of practical things. A couple of templates we went to as well.
0: Yeah, because so. that's that's hard with Kelly's. Like I was saying, it's hard to see what how, what practical use I can make of it straight away. Mm. It's more like. Yeah, I can probably think about that whenever I do a user test, or when I do an interview. Yeah. We talk a lot about interviewing techniques as well and mm. asking the why question over oh, yeah. and over yeah. to get to the like, core of the problem, mm. uh, which is something I do. It's something I'll, I'll talk about, actually, in my talk as well tomorrow. Yeah, and the template for contextual personas. There were there were lots of different things that were tidbits that I I think that, yeah, I can probably use this, but I'm not sure if I can start using it in my projects mm. right now. Mm. Uh, it's more of the recording things and she, yeah. has some, she had some cool gadgets uh-huh. <laughs> she had a camera for recording what pe- how people were interacting with their mobile device alright uh, cool stuff like that
1: yeah. I I'm now just talking about personas another thing like Ke- um, Kevin said about was that he, he uses um, pop icons for to name his personas Rather than ah. kind of making neutral, you know, um, uh, ones you don't really recognize. He uses The Simpsons quite often. So he has Marge and Homer and the rest of it. Because it gives something people to remember. They can, it does. They can remember it more and relate to it yeah. more in further like, down the line. It, like, oh, it yeah, funnier course. to work with. Yeah. Marge, she's the one, yeah, she's that emotional. woman in her mid-30s that likes to, make. you don't need to yeah. remember all the details because right. you know Marge is the, is the mother of two. 30 about. You know, so it was, um, that was a... Very clever. And goes against some of the other stuff you hear about Personas, yep. actually. It's not, it's not sure. the kind of rule, that one
0: yeah that's another thing I mean I think that we're seeing more and more that people are actually thinking about not seeing the rules as set set in stone Mm. but Actually, that was, Kelly's really pragmatic about Lean UX. Mm. I know we've talked about before that some people are really anal about Lean <laughs> UX yeah. uh, and what it means, if it, what it can be and not be. Yeah.
1: Which is a bit of a nonsensical uh, thing uh, that, you know, the whole thing about Lean Agile is... But the thing is, yeah. if, if,
0: and she's talking <laughs> a lot about it, we have to change the mindset of the whole organization. Yeah. And it's not possible to implement all the techniques straight yeah. away. We, we, yeah. I mean, we do start doing iterations, yeah. we start doing some stuff. Well, we can't do it all at, 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 at once. So. No.
1: Yeah. No, not at all. You've got to (laughs) bite off what you can chew. Yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, Running out of time here, I'm feeling so. What's up for this afternoon?
1: Yeah, we can't talk for 40 minutes this time. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got to get on. Yeah.
0: What's up for this afternoon, oh, James? What good are you grief? Doing? Um, What am I doing? There are lightning talks now, but we haven't what really decided what lightning talks we're you going to. Uh,
1: I, I said, we've got the Lannards around our necks now yeah. and uh, with the um, schedule on. And I've just said to Per that in a couple of years, if we keep coming here, then I'm not going to be able to read this while it's around my neck. I have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to pull it off to read oh. it. Um, old age for you. Um, this afternoon, mm. and a couple of lightning talks coming up now. I'm not completely sure what I'm going to go to. I've got to decide oh, in, in 10 minutes. But what what um,
0: workshop are you the
1: workshop is going to be. Adv- do you know, I don't know. Is it advanced simplicity? I'm going to. Oh god. <laughs> do you know? I really do need to. am going the official
0: thinking one with uh, James MacAnufo. he's, I think he's one, one of the co-authors of uh, Gamestorming. So. No, he's advanced because we talked yeah. about that. now, um, now I've been doing sketching for, for quite a while, and I, I want to see like, what am I doing right? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? Uh, and, and get some more pointers for what I can think about. Yeah. Uh, to actually com- use them more as communication tools, because uh, now I'm a lot using them for for myself, right. to my own advantage. Really. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, and I promised Dave Gray I would write him an inter uh, or a review of. How James performed. <laughs>
1: yeah, but visual, wasn't I going to visual thinking? But i put, I'm vis- oh, you may be
0: going there as well.
1: No, but I'm not. I've got. I'm, I've written down um, advanced simplicity. But I actually okay. thought I was going to James's talk, so I'm going to have to go off now and double check my <laughs> yeah. bookings. You have
0: to um, do that. Yeah, So yeah, <laughs> we're recording one more uh, after the uh, or at the end of the day. So yeah, so then we'll find out why I actually yeah. did go to. Yeah, and see, tune in for so. that. You exciting.
1: But I, I said I said in the in our pre pre conference mm-hmm. thing that uh, I'd have to change my. Um, I changed my choices a couple of times. And I actually yeah. have lost a little bit of track of what I'm doing ultimately. James, you're usually so organized. <sighs> I know. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm going to go and check. Yeah, OK. So, uh,
0: people, remember to keep moving. See you on the other side.
1: You've been listening to UX Podcast with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axboom. Visit uxpodcast.com
0: for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast, moving the conversation beyond UX.